and we are back for another exciting season of the AnthonyOnAir.com podcast. Oh, biscuits and gravy. Remember to support the podcast by clicking on the Amazon banners at AnthonyOnAir.com. Go about your normal business and do your normal shopping. Just click on the Amazon banner from AnthonyOnAir.com and that click will go to support this podcast that you listen to completely for free. Parental guidance is suggested. Drive home with Anthony. I, gotta, I don't know. There's this thing happening now where I'm, I'm not... Nobody has driven my car in... in like I've, I've been the only person to drive my car in months. In months. And now I'm doing this thing where I'm constantly adjusting. The last couple days I get in the car... And I'm constantly adjusting and readjusting my seat because I can't get comfortable in my own car, my own driver's seat. Has this ever happened to you? Nothing has, nobody, it's one thing when somebody comes in and they mess with your seat. You know, I got electronic seats like me, me, they, they, me, they're always adjusting things. That's one thing if that happens, but I have literally been the only person to drive this car in the past few months, and all of a sudden, in the last few days, I find myself me, 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 me. I'm, I'm, I'm little tiny adjustments because for some reason, I can't, I can't seem to get comfortable. Now I know I've definitely gained some weight since I've become a husband. Since I got married, um, Crocs and socks on the fashion and however many calories I can stuff in my face on a daily basis, I know I'm gaining a little weight here, you know, now that I've settled in, but I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous because that's, I mean, it ha- right? I mean, what else? It Literally nothing has changed on my seat, so something on my back and or ass have ha- has had to have changed to sur- suddenly spur this uncomfort, right? This discomfort. There's something... And I don't know because I don't really ever, I don't really keep tabs on my ass or my back. And, uh, but I, all I know is that, oh my God, am I uncomfortable right now? This is going to be the most uncomfortable ride home. I just can't seem to, I feel like I'm a little higher for some reason. I don't know if I got another layer of ass fat on me or I don't know what the case is, but this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I'm trying to be an open-minded, fair person because I feel like anybody else would just blame the car. I don't think it's the car because, like I said, nobody has been in this car. Nobody's adjusted this seat. And now I can't seem to get comfortable. I can't seem to get comfortable. Uh, even right now, I'm adjusting a little bit. Me, me, nothing. Nothing. How you doing, sir? What are you, Paul Tuttle with that mustache? Jesus. Um, I wonder what ever happened to the the uh, the Orange County Chopper guys. I heard they were. I think they were like on another channel now. It does that show doesn't work. Boy, was there a show that I was so into that completely fell off the planet. Once the son and the father stopped arguing, I totally lost interest. I'm like, you know what? These bikes suck. I'll tell you what the problem with Orange County Chopper is. It was the tension in that stupid building that made them build amazing choppers. Once that tension left the building and it was just the dad making bikes and then the son making bikes somewhere else, bupkis. That show and those bikes really started going downhill. 
And I say that with zero research. I, they could be making amazing bikes that I still love, but I don't know, because I'm not watching the arguing, so what do I give a crap, you know? I used to love that show, the fireman bike, uh, the jet bike. Some of those early episodes were amazing. Once you take that tension out, who cares, bupkis. The same thing happened with Art Garfunkel. Once he stopped arguing with uh, Paul Simon, eh. Now Paul kept it up. I, Paul kept it going, he kept the party going. But Art, he, he kind of lost it all. You know, there. I guess there's some. There are some people where that creative process is totally fueled by the thought of my partner is is a jerk, and I'm right. You know, they they kind of need that. They need that. That guy is that guy's an idiot. This girl doesn't know what she's talking about. To fuel their creativity. You know, those early shows were amazing with the arguing and throwing stuff through windows and breaking things. And then at the end of the episode, there was like an amazing like masterpiece. There was literally a moving sculpture on two wheels at the end of that episode. It tore that family apart, but man, did it make me happy to see some of those bikes. Now it's like, who cares? Big deal. So you put some uh, Geico paint on a bike, you know, uh, it's not special anymore. And I blame the producers because like, if you're gonna go on with the show, you should at least be filling each person's head with, did you hear what the other guy said about you? Like, if you're not even going to be on the same thing, like, they tried for a little while where they had two different motorcycle shops. For those of you who didn't watch, the father and the son started the motorcycle shop, and they hated each other, and they would do nothing but argue and whine and piss and moan, but, the, you know, and, ar- and it's just knocked out. They would say the nastiest stuff. You'd watch it and you go, this is terrible for a father and son to be reacting this way. But like I said, you get to the end of the episode, it's an amazing bike. And then what happened was, is they went their separate ways, they couldn't do it anymore, the son got fired, whatever. He goes and starts his own bike shop, right? The TV show ratings dwindled, they switched networks, they had an idea of, all right, now that they have competing motorcycle shops, they'll, we'll, we'll, we'll put the two of them on the same show, even though they'll be in different shops making bikes. And even then they tried to like get them to interact and do things and they tried to get back together and talk it out. And that even kind of like, eh, it was like a little fizzle. It kind of got you interested as they were making bikes, but not really. And then it kind of just fizzled out. But like even today, I would still be in there as a producer in their ear going, did you hear what your son said about you? Because he, he, he thinks you're, you're crap, he thinks you're garbage. And your, your dad, you know, your dad doesn't think you're anything. I, I would still be trying to fuel that fire, if anything, not for the sake of the bikes. I mean, you know, because it's the bikes that suffer at this point. It's really all the bikes that are suffering now. But those two hated each other, but they made the most amazing bikes. It's like the same thing with bands. Like how many bands just completely hate each other? Off the top of my head, Metallica is one of them where uh, the the lead singer there, Hetfield, and the drummer, Lars, they just, they will not, they go on tour, they're in separate rooms, they will not speak with each other, but yet they've made some amazing music. Um, this is the other one, is like that. Uh, I bring it up all the time. Uh, Cheap Trick. I did a concert with Cheap Trick when I worked in the, in the city for uh, CBS FM. We had Cheap Trick in. They literally were like, we need two dressing rooms and they have to be a fair distance apart. We did it at the Beacon Theater. And if you've ever been backstage at the Beacon prior to their um, 
remodel. It's not a big space. It really isn't a big space, so we had trouble kind of getting them on opposite sides of the room, but uh, those dudes, they would not talk to each other in Cheap Trick. They wanted nothing to do with each other, which I just thought was like so, that was one of the first times in my career where I actually got to see, you always hear these stories about people not getting along and this and that. It was funny too, because I was talking just today uh, about George Harrison walking out on the Beatles in 69, same kind of situation. But you hear these stories all the time, but that cheap trick thing was the first time I actually got to see it for myself, where bands will just hate each other. But it creates such a great environment. Just now in the news, they're talking about the Black Crows, where Rich Robinson came out and gave an interview on Rolling Stone, which again, you don't see often bands spilling out intimate details, but Rich Robinson gave an interview in Rolling Stone where he said that Chris Robinson asked Rich to relinquish part of uh, the percentage of the band that he owns. So I guess they're all equal owners of the band. He wanted Rich to reduce his share and he wanted the drummer, Steve Gorman, to completely give up his share and give it over to Chris and become like a salaried employee. Like, how much do you hate your fellow band members where you're like, you should give up all the money that you're poised to make so I could make more money? Like, how you have to literally hate a person. Because even in bands where, let's be honest, some band members are just carrying other band members, like, it really doesn't matter who's who's hitting the kick drum and the snare because, you know, the genius lies somewhere else in the band. But they carry that band member. It happens all the time because it's like, eh, that, that's the guy. I, I don't know. I like him. He's fun backstage. We've known each other forever. What am I going to do? Bring in another guy? You people, they just, they just carry band members. It happens all the time. All the time. So you have to really hate somebody to be like, you know what, asshole? I'm taking my 25% back from you. You haven't wrote a damn thing in 20 years. I'm grabbing my 25% back from you. You don't deserve the, you have to hate. You have to get to a point of such rage where you cannot stand a person anymore. And Rich, his own brother, got so angry that he publicized this exact information. Because it was kind of public knowledge for a little while that the Crows would not be getting back together anymore. Steve Gorman himself even was like, this is like the low point of the band where I really don't see us coming back together anymore. And Rich went and took it a step further by saying, this is what my brother wants us to do. I mean, you really gotta like, cause that's kind of a scummy thing to ask for. And you really gotta be hurt to go ahead and air that dirty laundry out in the public because you just don't get that anymore. Even on sports teams that are so successful or do well, you find out that the locker room is such a mess and everybody hated each other, and you listen to some of those post-game interviews and what are they saying? Oh, it's a good locker room right now. You know, Everybody's doing what they gotta do and we're getting along. And BS, they're throwing bats at each other and they're cracking hockey sticks over each other's heads and who's sleeping with whose wife and this and that. They're horror stories, but they never air that dirty laundry out there. So think about how hurt Rich Robinson had to be to go out and in detail tell you exactly what his crazy brother was thinking of because his crazy brother had gotten to the point of such hatred that he could ask for these crazy things. It's just completely nutty.
I wish for a world where the Tuttles would get back together and start hating each other again. And the same for the Black Crows. Cheap Trick kept it together all these years. They can't stand each other. They're still touting that dream police around the country going, whatever, we need to get paid. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm gonna go here with this guy I hate. Just put us in separate dressing rooms. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do the flame. We'll cash the check and we'll go home. We need a little bit more Cheap Trick mentality in the Black Crows and the Tuttles. We need them to put it together. I'd love to hear the Black Crows cover the flame too. That might be awesome. That might be an awesome little uh, scenario. On Air podcast is brought to you by Amazon.com. You do your shopping on Amazon.com. You listen to the Anthony On Air podcast. Why not make them both work together? You go to AnthonyOnAir.com. You click on the Amazon banner. You do your shopping as you normally would. Bam, you've already supported us. 
That's it, it's as easy as that. All they need you to do is click on those banners, that's it, and Amazon sends us some cashola. You get your podcast for free, you do your shopping as normal, everybody is a winner in this situation. So head on over to anthonyonair.com, click on the Amazon banners on the homepage, on the podcast page, and uh, just enjoy uh, your shopping experience with Amazon. Who's better than Amazon? Nobody. Who's better than the Anthony On Air podcast? Well, there's a lot. There's actually a lot of really good podcasts out there, but let's not get into that right now. AnthonyOnAir.com, click on the Amazon banner, and thanks for your support. You're listening to Anthony. Look at this guy. It's your fake, stupid siren. I don't understand these people that are walking around with sirens on their trucks, right? They got the lights. They don't even look like police lights, but they're like mini. Like, who gives you, like, why, uh, who are you? Who the hell are you? Like, even, like, volunteer firemen don't have lights. They have, like, the blue light on the windshield. That's, sh- there's your light. What you, if, unless you're a fire truck or ambulance or police car or tow truck. Even tow truck, we're stretching the limits. You know what? The tow trucks are aggravating me. Even them, I'm getting to the point with them where I'm getting aggravated with the sirens on top. Uh, well, but this guy, uh, this guy just passed me. He's got these cheap-looking lights on the top of his truck. He's not a, he's not a police officer. Why do you have lights on the top of your truck? For what purpose do you need friggin' lights on the top of your dumb truck? This car, this is like, it's like an '89 Ford, and he's got lights on the top of it. What emergency do you need to get? Why, why have we let this slide in society? that this guy is allowed lights on the top of his truck. Again, even volunteer firemen, all they get is the light on the dash. I don't mind the light on the dash, I can live with that. Wait, what do you, what do you, who says you get to put lights on the top of your stupid truck? Police, firemen, and ambulance. We should end it there. Honestly, the, the, the tow trucks, you're, you're getting on my nerves a little bit. Other than the fact that when you're in a bad traffic jam and the tow truck needs to get by to clean up whatever accident, like that's the only time I could think of where they need a siren. We need, need the siren lights. By sirens, I need lights. I don't. I know the sirens are the noise. I don't know what you call just the lights. I'm gonna call them siren lights. I. I you're driving me crazy, tow trucks, but I'm going to let you slide on it because sometimes I'm in the traffic jam and the idiots around me don't see that you're coming and need to pick up and clear the traffic. So I'm going to allow the tow trucks, I'm going to permit you to have the lights on top of your truck. Other than that, we should rip everything off because it's unfair. Because if, if, if we're going to let every Tom, Dick, and Harry run around with lights on the top of their truck, then I'm going to put lights on the top of my car. All right, and I'm putting a little sign on the side that says radio police, and I'm gonna start pulling people over and writing them tickets for listening to anything else but the station that I'm on right now. Because that's how I feel about it. If we're just gonna run amok with society and not care about rules, then I'm gonna go all the way with it. Because what does this guy have that none of us else have? Now I'm doing my regular 95 miles an hour on the way home. I see him coming up from behind me. I start slowing down thinking, oh my God, what is this guy? As he gets closer, I see it's just some schmuck who decided I need blue lights on the top of my truck. Hey, Larry, take a look. Take a look, Larry, look at this. Got lights on the top. Look at me, look how important I am. Got the lights. If there's traffic or whatever, blink. I just put the lights on. No, you don't, loser. You never put the lights on. You thought that was a good idea 
in 94, and now they're still up there, and you've never actually put them to any practical use, ever. Never, ever, ever, ever. Men will come up with stupid ideas. I do it on a daily basis. I don't know why my wife hasn't divorced me yet. She totally should. And if you're a woman listening to this, you should divorce your husband over this too. We go like this. Uh, I don't know, maybe we need uh, blah, blah, blah. You know what I need is a brand new camera. I need a $2,000 camera. Do you? No, you don't. You're fine with your cell phone camera. Maybe, I've literally said these words. Maybe I should get into photography. Should I? Maybe I should just take pictures with my cell phone and doctor them up a little bit on Instagram and think, I, oh, I could do this one day. Maybe I should stay on that level. Men are always thinking of the dumbest things. The dumbest, stupidest things. Like, you know what I should do? I should get a trailer hitch on my truck because one time, five years ago, I had to tow something. And I'm thinking maybe I'll start towing more things. No, you won't. This is the same mentality that has sirens wind up on the top of your thing. So siren guy, cut your garbage because five years ago you thought, it'll be cool. And then you went all the other, hey, Tommy, look at this. Hey, look at this. And you've only put it on ever in your driveway. We all know the scam you're running. Stop it. You're not tough. And if I ever see your siren lights on, I am not going to get out of your stupid way because your sirens are a lie. Now that I think about it, I'm gonna lay off the men a little bit because women, you drive me nuts with this. Maybe we should redo, or maybe we should do, meaning remodel some part of the house. Women are always doing this. Even my own wife is guilty of this. We're in our home, not two years. She picked out every single color palette that every color we have on the wall she picked out not three weeks ago. She said to me, maybe we should repaint this room. So women are, women are here, but here's the thing with women. At least they keep it to the remodel in the house. They're not gonna do something embarrassing like go out with sirens on the top of their car or a trailer hitch or something. You know what I'm saying? At least it's a little more practical. Like you can get sick of looking at a color on a wall. I get it. I get it, ladies. You have a little bit more, you're a little bit more founded in this argument than the men are. The men are friggin' driving me crazy. You're driving me up a wall. I see one more car with a light. I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna start doing in shopping malls? I'm just gonna start ripping these things off. Or spray painting on the side of their car, why do you have sirens on the top of your car? For what purpose? Please email me your reasons to anthony at anthonyonair.com. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. And then when the police show up with their real sirens at my house, I'm gonna be who me? I don't know who's doing that.
Isaac Mizrahi, who sounds like a skateboarder from like the 90s. You know, it's like, oh my God, did you see Tony Hawk lost to Isaac Mizrahi last night in the skateboarding competition? Isaac Mizrahi goes on QVC or Home Shopping or one of these. And he's pushing some weird, if you're in your 50s and a housewife, you might halfway like this outfit thing, right? And it comes up that, it, like it, the, the pattern of the sweater or whatever kind of looks like the earth when you're looking at it from the moon. And him and this other moron who hosts this show start getting into whether or not the moon, what the moon is, is it a planet or a star and what the sun is. And this dope moron, Mizrahi, right, is trying to argue for the point that the moon is a planet. This adult male who like runs a, a fairly decent business. I mean, I'm not a big fashion guy, but I've heard the name before. Now I know he's designed for Target, so Target is a little step down from everybody else, but still, I know the guy's got a little bit of an empire rolling. Adult male, I assume he can feed himself. I assume, you know, he can eat without dribbling all over the place. But this soup sandwich decides that he's going to argue with the moron hosting QVC at 12 o'clock at night that the moon is actually a planet. Beautiful, rich It experience. almost kind of looks like what the Earth looks like when you're a bazillion miles away from the planet yes. moon. Yes, yes, I the just squinted at it. From the right. moon looking back from at the From the planet Earth. moon, from the planet moon. Isn't the moon, moon a star? The no, the moon is a planet, darling. Sun, the sun <gasps> is a star. Is well, the moon really a planet? The moon is a planet, Don't honey. look at me like that. It's the sun a, is a, a star. Planet. Is the sun not a star? I don't know what the sun is. The sun is, is a star, isn't it? We don't know what the sun is. The sun is a star. The moon is not the a planet. Moon I is knew a it. Planet. I knew it. Excuse you were trying me? to take me no. down that road. Wait, wait, the moon I, is not a planet. Me, Chunky, if you're listening to this me, you have Rose to Google Bud. the moon. Someone, okay? I can guarantee you, someone's Googling right now. The moon I is knew such it was a, planet. a planet. I can't the even stand it. The moon is not a planet. What else is it if it's not a planet? It is not. I believe it's a star or something. It's it is a not a moon. It's a didn't moon. Didn't you do that thing in grade school where you had to name the planets and there was Uranus and there was Saturn and the one with the rings and the that and then the Earth and with the moon is never in there. Dude, it's not a planet. This half an ass doesn't know what basically, I mean, I don't know, when do you learn this stuff? In like the first grade? Like kind of kindergarten now at this point. If first graders are running around with iPads, I'm assuming like kindergartners get the what the planets are. I was about to say nine planets, but I don't even know where Pluto is. Like if you're confused about what Pluto is, I get it. Because it wasn't a planet, then it was a planet, then it wasn't a planet. I get the confusion around Pluto. But the moon, you friggin' moron, is absolutely not a planet. That, I mean, Saturn, you're, they all have moon. That would give us like 75 moon planets if that was true. This walking soup sandwich is sitting there arguing and people are telling him off camera it's not a planet and instead of just thinking like I'm a moron who got lucky in life let me listen to these people he continues to say I don't think so I think the moon I'm pretty sure the moon is a planet do you really really all right here look this is key lime I don't know. I, I don't know like what it is besides what is it, baseball or something? I exposed what is during it, the show. Come on, it's a planet. That this blonde of mine 
could be real. Okay. Um, the moon is what? A, a natural the moon satellite. Is a natural but satellite. things live on it. That, that means mean? it's a planet. I don't know. Is that know. what Google said? I don't know what no, it says. No, I don't says. like that at all. I don't know, even Me know what either. that means. <laughs> I do. I use Google all the time. I feel bad. I feel bad for Yahoo because they're really good too. I just don't use them. Wow. Okay, listen. 1,500 of these hot picks ordered. Oh, the poor audience. Oh, my goodness. Now, we've all gotten to those places. Now, listen. I, I have brain farted on the air before plenty of times. There are so many times where you go to say something and you're like, wait a second, is this right? And you have that brain fart on the air. It's a momentary slip of utter stupidity and it happens. They, all right, for, for people who aren't in the public light, the same thing happens. You ever write down a word and you look at it and you go, that can't be right. I didn't spell that right. It's the same, like that's, that's kind of what happens. But even, even if you slip for a second and you go, the, the moon's a planet, and they, oh, wait a second, you're right, I'm an idiot. He never has that moment of, wait a second, I'm an idiot. You are a moron. A complete, this idiot continue, he keeps going. No, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a planet. The moon is not the a planet. The moon I is knew a it. planet. I knew it. Excuse you were trying me? to take me no. down that road. Wait, the I, moon is it, not a planet. Me, Chunky, if you're listening to this me, you have Rose to Google Bud. the moon. Someone, okay? I can guarantee you someone's Googling right now. The moon I is knew such it was a, planet. a planet. I can't the even stand it. The moon is not a I'm pretty sure you're in half an ass who doesn't know what most kindergartners know, which is that the moon is not a planet. I mean, you got to be kidding me. And then, like, continues on this broadcast. Like, really? Really? And you got to see this. For the full clip, go to anthonyonair.com. It's included with this podcast, right? You've got to see the pattern that they're talking about. It doesn't even, it has nothing to do. The original statement that this idiot came up with it, it kind of looks like the planet Earth from like the moon. It experience. almost kind of looks like what the Earth looks like when you're a bazillion miles away from the planet yes. moon. Yes, yes, I just squinted moon. at it. From the right. moon looking back from at the From the planet Earth. moon, from the planet Isn't the moon. Isn't the moon a star? The pl no, the moon is the planet, darling. Sun it doesn't even look like that. It doesn't even look like that. It looks like they took a picture of vomit they blew it up and they kept changing the colors and put it on all these different sweaters as different colors. It looks like vomit. That honestly, I mean, it's, I wouldn't even vomit on this vomit looking sweater for fear that it would make my vomit look bad. That's how embarrassingly awful that stupid sweater is that they were selling. I don't know who would buy that for anybody else or themselves. The fact that they sold any of them just goes to show you the ongoing problem that we have in this country, which is stupidity.
Thanks for tuning in to the AnthonyOnAir.com podcast. We're recording this on my drive home from my radio job. Random thoughts, and it is all because of you guys continuing to click on it and listen to it. And hey, keep clicking on those Amazon banners because it helps go and uh, support us here at AnthonyOnAir.com and helps bring in a little trickle of cash, just enough so we can pay for all the materials we need to put on the podcast. So keep kicking on, keep kicking on. Keep clicking on those banners at anthonyonair.com, the uh, Amazon banner. Go do your shopping as you normally would. Think to yourself, when you think amazon.com, think, let me go anthonyonair.com first. Click on that Amazon banner and then do your shopping because we get a little trickle of cash from that and that is much appreciated, especially if you're buying some big items. Oh, does Amazon like when that happens? So if you're grabbing them TVs for the Super Bowl or whatever, Click on the uh, Amazon banners first at anthonyonair.com. We'll certainly do appreciate it. I don't know which way the river bends, but I'll follow it to the bitter end across that ocean, bent and broken just to find you, my friend. Sometimes all the wheels can just fall right off. The price is too high to afford the cost. But there's no need to feel like all is lost I'll take you home Right through the storm to your front door You're not alone